0: See this. Uh, this church doesn't have to pattern after any church on the face of the earth, and no church on the face of the earth has to pattern after us, because each local church is sovereign. See, in other words, um, what what goes on in your local church, and of course, if you are if you're an organization, they all have the same. But a church is not an organization. See, you, you cannot organize or should not organize the church. Because once you organize the church and begin to, uh, I've came out of that. You know, where everybody clap their hands the same way, put their hairstyle the same way, with the same shoes. You have the same suit, the same dress. I know all of that. And uh, they look alike. And they walk alike an act alike. That's bondage. But the church doesn't bring you in bondage. The church gave you freedom. Freedom to serve God because love is not bondage. Love is freedom. You understand that? Freedom to love God. Freedom to love one another. See, I love you because God touched me. I I first love the Lord. If I don't love the Lord, I cannot love you. See, but I must love Jesus and Christ Jesus is the love of God for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So what is love? What is love? Love is not a little mushy, mushy. I'm already doing something for you and running after you, buying your loaf of bread. That's okay, but that's not really love. See, love is when I have the word of God in my heart and I live by the word of God. That's what love is. See, love is an expression of God in your life. Uh, when somebody can see Christ in you, see, the the love of God is inside of you and somebody can see. And uh, love is a, a gentle. I mean, First Corinthians 13 tell you what love is. See, so um, that that's uh, uh, that's uh, what the scriptures description of love. Now um, we were studying. We've been studying the the seven churches of Asia. If if you don't know about the seven churches and what went on, and uh, that is the uh, that is the order of God for our church, for every church, the seven churches. And if you don't know it, uh, you come up with a different pattern. Uh, what a church is, my ideas of. What a church is! We've been studying this now for a few weeks, and uh, God is uh, in Matthew. Look at Matthew. The uh, was it the 16th chapter of the of the book of Matthew. Matthew chapter 16 is very beautiful. When you remember that lesson when Jesus asked Peter, "Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am?" In chapter 16 of uh, uh, When they came into the, uh, okay, verse 13. And when Jesus came into the coast of uh, Caesarea Philippi. uh, He asked his disciples saying, whom do men say that I, the son of man, am? Notice. And they said, some say that thou art John the Baptist and some Elias. And others, Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. And he said unto them, now you know, different ones had different opinion of Jesus Christ, who he was. But then he said, Whom do you say that I am? But whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, notice, Thou art the Christ, The son of the living God. And he had it right. Okay. He didn't go by Jeremiah. Who said Jeremiah? Some said Elias. Do you understand that? But Peter had a revelation. Of who Jesus is. You have to have a revelation. It's uh, uh, one person might say. This about Jesus. But you have to have your own revelation. If you're just going by what somebody said. Oh he's Elias, he's Moses, he's Noah, whatever. But whom do you say? Okay, it's an individual. Uh what about you? I can I can I can say something about Jesus. Or somebody else can say something about Jesus, right about what do you say about him? What is your what is your thought? What is your opinion of Christ? Uh who do you think he is? Peter had a revelation, he says that uh thou art the Christ. The Son of the Living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon. Notice, blessed art thou, Simon bar Jonah, for, for what? For flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee. Hold on here. Flesh and blood is the human. See, if you get something and it's come from your sister, It's a revelation from your sister or your brother or somebody human comes from the mind of a man or or a woman, whatever it is. That's corner. That's flesh. But notice where Peter got this revelation from. Right. Jesus said flesh and blood. That's what you have to avoid. What you're hearing. Is it God or is it flesh and blood? When that person called you to talk to you, is it God Hmm? Ask yourself the question. Are they of God? Is it God talking to me? Or is it flesh? Are they the one that's speaking to me out of their mind? Is it something that they have in their spirit? They've had a long time in their spirit. I know they're talking about it. That's what you have to ask yourself. Who give it, Who gave you that thought? Why did you say that? What make you say that? Did God tell you to say? You see, a revelation... That comes from God. Must be of the spirit. Will be of the spirit. See but when it's of flesh. You know what a flesh is. The carnal nature. See I say it because I have it in my heart. It's been there a long time. And I get a chance to spit it out. And I spew it out. See that's flesh. I mean God's not going to reward me for that. A matter of fact. I can cause people to stumble. Over those words. See and those words in my heart. And I let them build up, you know, flesh and blood. That's what Jesus said. You're blessed because flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you. Is that what the Bible said? When you have a revelation, who gives you that revelation? Where do you get that revelation from? Who told you to do that? Why Why do you act that way? Why do you carry on like that? Well, I want everybody to act like me. Really? But that you're not the church. The church is not built upon you or me. See, it's built on Christ. It's built upon Jesus Christ. The only one that is right is Jesus. There's no church on the face of the earth that's totally right. None. The only church that's right is Christ. We are not We are all together right. No. And that next door church is not all right either. See, it's... And, and I can show you from the Bible. And... Uh, uh, not because I said I am right mean I'm right. See, but it must be by the word of God. And Jesus said to Peter, "You're right," but Peter was not always right. Even after that, he made a lot of mistakes, and before that, he made a lot of mistakes. See, so when I come to church, I shouldn't act like I never make mistakes, and I'm perfect, and I, I I know everything. You see, I shouldn't have that spirit. That's exalted and that's pride. But I should humble myself. And submit myself under the will of God, because you and I haven't made it yet. You're not, you're not crossed over. We have not yet crossed over. But here's what he said. Uh, He said, uh, "Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood had not revealed it unto you. In other words, you didn't get it from some church or of the radio or some preacher preaching it." You didn't get it from some man. You didn't read it out of a magazine. You didn't, you didn't get it from some brother or some sister. Or even some prime meeting. Flesh and blood didn't get it, give you it this, this revelation. But here who gave it? See? Uh, but my father. See that? That's where it comes from. But my father, which is in heaven. If you have a revelation from God, praise the Lord. See? But if it's flesh... And blood give you that revelation. That's not the church. See, because the church is um is gentle. Uh love is kind. Love is gentle. It's kind, it doesn't it's not puffed up. It doesn't brag and shows off itself and look at me and what I'm doing and how much I'm doing. It's humble. The Bible said you humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, and he will exalt you. See, in due season. See, so Peter here got it right. And he says, flesh and blood are not revealed. No, these are the word of Jesus. These are the word of Christ. Flesh and blood has not revealed it unto you, but my father, which is in, um, where was he? In heaven. So by the Holy Spirit, God I spoke unto Peter. And Peter saw Christ uh, 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 as um, the son of God, but others saw him. As Jeremiah, uh, as uh, Elijah, others saw him as one of the prophets. They they didn't know who he was, but Peter knew who he was. See, you know you know what a church with love is one that knows who Jesus is. He's the Christ, the Son of the Living God. That's the church, a church that loves God. Is of a revelation that Jesus Christ. You're not you're not. Uh, not because you have nice organs and pianos mean uh, that's a church. No, it's it's, and I'm going to show you in a few minutes after this. But he says that here, and I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build. That's rock is Christ, not not Simon Peter. Upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Notice, anybody knows what the gates of hell is, huh? You see, the gates of hell would come in against the church, but there's a bar, there's a barrier, with it, uh, there's a, a a shield that God placed around the church. See, and God has a church in every age. The gates of hell could not prevail. That means the devil comes in, but there's always saints that would stand up against the devil and sing songs. And all you have to do is clap your hands and praise the Lord. And it doesn't matter. Here's all. Here's what the Lord said. It doesn't matter whether it is two or three or a thousand. It's just the same. See, God give as much uh, uh, reward to those that it doesn't matter if you're just a few of you or a whole bunch. God doesn't go by that. What, go, what God goes by is your heart. What's inside of your heart. And you might have been going to church a long time. But we've got that same old spirit inside of us. See, we've got that same old spirit that we need to change. And Peter had a lot of that. And you'll find out he had a revelation here. But he had a lot of the spirit uh, of of the flesh or self. And uh, uh, he said, and I say also unto thee that thou art Peter. And upon this rock, I will build my church. Notice who's building the church. Who's building the church? See, it's not man that's building the church. I'm not the one that's building the church. See, the church is not mine. Oh pastor's church. Faith Mission Ministry is not my church. I don't have a church. I am a pastor, but I, it's not my church, it's the Lord's church. Well, we won't do this and we won't do this. And no, that's not what church is. A church goes by the word of God. See whether it's whether it's many or few, it doesn't change the order of God. See a uh, 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 a small town, a small town out there that has maybe one or two officers. Do you know it's just as powerful as the one that has a thousand officers? Uh, and if you commit a violation in that small town, it's just on your record that's as much as if it was a big city. Do you understand that? Well, God watches out for his church. God is the one that's building the church. Jesus said, upon this rock, that's himself, will I build my church and the gates of hell? What, what's the gates of hell? Why? The attacking force, the government of Satan. Now we say Satan said, You're not gonna have a church there. And here came, or here comes men of God that says, We will have a church. And here come a saint of God and say, We will. No, you won't. Yes, we will. Oh well, uh, this person don't lift your hands and pray. But that's not that's not the church because you don't lift your hands up, and because you don't praise God, that's not the church. The church is built up of elect that love God in their hearts. That's what elect is. See, the ones that in their heart. That you could never change them. As someone that's in and out. Up and down. They're moody. That's not the church. That's a poor example of God. You see because the Bible speaks about the joy. Must be in your heart. Do you get that? And you clap and praise the Lord at all times. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be by my That's a church. A church is not a moody old woman. A old man. Grumpy and up and down, and today they are on fire. Tomorrow there, and they're uptight and they dictate, and everybody must do what I tell them to do. That's not a church. That's a dictator. See, and a pushy woman or a pushy man. But that's not a church. But you obey the word of God. You stay in the Bible. Amen. And they say, well, I will. Inf-. Do you know that you can only influence someone that get their mind off God when they have the word their mind on God. You can't influence them. You can't pull them off. To a little party and gossip and tell them what the church is and what the church is not. No. Because they have a revelation of God. But when they don't read the word of God and they listen to sister gossip. Because there's a lot of gossipers. A lot of gossipers and bitter women. Bitter men that has things in their life that need to spit it out. Uh, they need to get it out of their hearts. And they've been carrying it a long time. And they blame the church. Not the church. It's not the church. It's your spirit. It's our spirit. And Peter had a bad spirit. Though he had a revelation. See, he had a revelation, but that didn't take away his bad spirit. Because right after that, the Lord had to correct him. See, and that's what a church is. A church is to correct you when you're wrong, when you get in sin, when we get in sin. But a lot of us, we don't want to be corrected. I mean, you know, we let me sin, let me do what I want to do. But don't correct me. The moment you, how are you going to correct a church when you're full of the devil? Tell me, how are you going to correct a church? When you've got pride and you're moody. Tell me, how are you going to find fault when you've got fault yourself? Examine yourself huh? and see if you're in the faith. So we need to check ourselves. And Peter had a revelation there. But look, if you read a little right after that, the Lord had to correct him. And the Lord had to rebuke him and say, get the end behind me, Satan. And you, you, you know the scriptures, but but yeah. in the same chapter, do you understand what I'm saying? So you can be shouting right now. And, and praising the Lord and jumping. But right after that. The Lord had to be rebuking the devil out of you. Because you go off on a track. If Peter did it. And we did it. I've done it. See I, 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 I've done it. I've missed God. And God had to correct me. Still correcting me. And none of us is about correction. See so a church is not what I say it is. It's what the word of God says. It's what God says it is. That's what a church is. Amen. And amen, and God's going to have a people, well, I don't know, I don't... yes, he is that's what he said. Uh, upon this rock will I build my church? Did he say that? And the gates of hell shall not prevail, that means the devil is not going to have more than god you You look at right now, but it's not over yet. Have you ever read the seventh chapter of of revelation that there's a number that nobody can number the seventh chapter of revelation is a group that nobody. Can number But You don't want to praise God now. You don't want to serve Him now, my friends. Uh, you, you will, you, you and I won't even in number in that in that great vast group if we don't serve God. Neither will we be into the um, uh, first fruit harvest. That's another lesson. The first fruit harvest that we will get into one of these days in uh, Revelations chapter fourteen. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, and. Uh, 14, you have the first fruit harvest and the general harvest because there's a resurrection of first fruit. That's what I want to be in. That's what we're trying to prepare ourselves to be in, to be in the first of the first fruit. See, that's what and you have to be taught. You have to be instructed to be in that. Amen. So, I mean, the only way that I can preach about the love of God, I must have the love of God in my heart. See, if I don't have the love of God, I can't talk about the love of God. See, or you have? Tell you how to get it when I don't have it. See, and love is patient. Love is kind. See, love humble itself. See, love knows how to can come and clean the floor without grumbling. Know how to not find fault. You know, not criticize. Uh, you bear with one another. Now, uh, let me let me go on here because there's a lot in these scriptures. And he goes on. Here's what the Lord says: I'm going to do for you. What does it say? He said, verse 19, and I will give unto thee, he has to give you something, and I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. See what the Lord has to do? Uh, uh, Give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever, notice, whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Somebody say, oh, pastors don't have power. Yes, they do. They do. They have power to break the word of God. Look what I'm doing tonight. What am I doing tonight? I'm, I'm explaining the word of God to you. I'm explaining the word of God. That if you get it in your heart. You will be saved. Now, now uh, he said I will give unto thee. The keys to the kingdom. And that happened. He got that key on the day of Pentecost. He, that's why he was selected to preach. On the day of Pentecost. The keys to the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth. Shall be bound in heaven. Amen. No no. I I'm just gonna go. Look at the authority that preachers have. Whatever you loose on earth, loose in heaven. Whatever you bind on the earth is bound in heaven. That's the word of God. Just like a, 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 a police out there arrest you and, and indict you and issue a warrant for you, you can run to New York. That warrant is still effective. As soon as they, they'll bring you in. See, there you, you're, I mean, a little church, okay? Issue a warrant because uh, you 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 mis, misconduct, and they indict you. That's what he does. Whatever you bind on earth, somebody say no, you can't do that. Yes, you can. All you have to do is I rebuke you and bind you, Satan, in the name of Jesus Christ. Of course, Peter and Jesus did it. In, in a little while, he rebuked the devil, Satan, out of Peter, just uh, in the same chapter. And he said, whatever you bind on earth is because we don't know deliverance. We 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 are so unfortunate. A church, when I say a church, but the age that we're living in now. Now we don't know mighty deliverance. You go back 50 years ago when men of God stood up. They didn't play around. Now you couldn't play in their church. You couldn't bring sin in their church. They rebuke you. But now we are afraid. Now it's the congregation that takes over and tell the pastor what to do. Because the pastors are afraid. But he shouldn't be afraid because greater is he that is on the inside and more and they that is on your side. But God's going to raise up some men and women who are not afraid of nobody. Okay? Because you're not serving the pastor. Well, I won't come to church. You're not serving the pastor. Your reward is the one, is the one that rewards you. Okay? You're not doing it because of the pastor. If you're doing it because the pastor uh, tells you and makes you do it, then you and you just do it because they tell you then you're wrong you're supposed to do it because you love God that's where the reward comes from not because you're forced or you're told to do it but I want to show you because you don't understand the power that saints of God have one can chase a thousand believe it or not well uh, no you don't understand that it's not over yet the race is not over yet and God is cleansing the church he washes us he cleanses us every one of us you've got to be clean jesus is not going to oh i might fool you but i cannot fool god see we cannot fool the lord so uh what what he's coming back for a church without spot you think that he really mean that he's coming back for a church without spot so what happened when the spots come in uh, it's not the pastor that even after it's god it's god that deal with it Oh, pastor deep no it's not you're just mistaken it's God that deals with the problems of the church. And they—they they, we get, we're getting there. The seven churches and the problems in the church. The pastor didn't, probably he didn't even know they were, they were there. Those problems. But Jesus Christ is the candlestick inspector. And he walked up and down the golden candlestick. The church is a golden candlestick. You know that? what do you think a church is? Just a little group of people sit out there and I do what I want to do and I look at the pastor with ugly eyes and funny face and I cut my eyes and roll my eyes like a, a, a peewee wally no, see a, a pastor is set there by God and he's there to push the devil back and he fight the good fight of faith he push the devil back and he's not doing it because you like it he's doing it because the word of God says it and Jesus gave him that authority. He said that you're Peter and I gave you the keys. You know what keys does? Open doors and close doors. That's what the keys does. And if the key's not there, you never get in. Keys to the kingdom of God. You, uh, you have to have a church that has the keys. That's unlocking the doors of heaven. To you, to the kingdom. Amen. Praise God. That's what a church really is. And God will knock some of that hateful spirit out of you. Because because, man, I tell you, talk about people have hateful spirits. It beams out of them. Hateful. And they call it, oh, the love of God. That's not the love of God. That's hate. And everybody say, Amen. Amen. Hateful spirits. They got hateful spirits. And they don't even know. They mix it up. Bitter. Can't even praise the Lord. That's not the love of God. That's evil spirit beaming out of us. Ouch. That's the truth. You're not going to be saved by a preacher lying to you. You're going to be saved by somebody telling the truth. You're not serving the God, you're not serving God because you're being forced to. You're serving because you love him. You get it? I said that you get it? Did you get it? You're serving because you love him, not because somebody forced you. Amen. See, th- this this place is holy, and when you stand up, you should respect this Bible staff. Let love come out of your heart, not bitter hatred. Any correction, I'm the one that does it. That's my job. Nobody else. Nobody else correct this church and rebuke it beside me. You don't have the authority. You don't have the authority. God never called you. Read the seven, uh, seven churches. It was the angel, the minister that Jesus Christ spoke to. He never even speak to anybody else but them. But you know, we've lost the order of the church. And the pastors are afraid. Oh, I'm afraid. You know, no. That, that, that person doesn't have the authority to correct and rebuke. That's presumptuous. No more than I have the, the authority to go out there and arrest somebody. That's not my job. I'm not an officer of the law of the court. See, uh, and and even those officers as jurisdiction. Okay, that they go by. They go in a, they come up towards a state line and they stop. There's a boundary in the church. A lot of us, we don't have any boundary. We just do whatever we want to do, and because no one will uh, will stand up and correct the church, everybody want to have a sweet talk and pat. Pat you know, pat you on the shoulder and tell you how good you are because you're afraid you might not come back to church? No. If that brother or that sister love God, they're gonna come back and come back better. Amen. You don't have to be afraid when it's God's children. They want to hear the word of God. To the hungry soul, every bitter thing is sweet. Every bitter thing when you're hungry, when you want God, you will do it. You will you will love God. So Peter, the Lord had to correct Peter here. And says that uh, uh, what, and, oh, he gave him the keys he said, whatever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. you get that? so uh, then then charge ye his disciples that they should no, uh, let tell no man that he was Jesus the Christ He told him said don't you tell anybody and, and I think most of them obeyed. If they did, they, they would be disobeying the Lord. All right? Now, so, we go for it. No, he's going to build a church. He laid that out. What is the purpose of the Lord? To build a church. So, for 2,000 years, we've been in this environment of the church. Okay? Daniel, uh, Nebuchadnezzar had a dream. Okay? And then we're still uh, overlapping the Gentile age. But but uh, the image of the beast. But now Jesus gave... Uh, Another, uh, I'd say probably an image that you go by is that the church age uh, would, um, would uh, have seven uh, churches that you, you need to follow it because you, can't, you don't even know what a church is unless you know these things. you don't need, And you mix a church up for some nice organization that somebody built and you, you think a church is something that you can just come in and do what you want to do. And, and that's the thing. We don't know what a church is. And so when someone stands up, and tell us what a church is. We get upset. Because we believe a church is. We get in a little groups. And run after to a little, little uh, get together. And a little uh, cup of tea here. And cake. And talk. And then we bite and but bite. And we never have deliverance from those spirits. That's not a church. But a church is where we humble ourselves. Under the mighty hand of God. And I love you. And you love me. And we love Jesus Christ. Are, are you with me now? Okay now. So go in revelations. All right. The beautiful, isn't it? Revelations, uh, the uh, first chapter. Let me show you something there quickly in the first chapter of of Revelation. Okay. Uh, chapter, yeah. Revelations chapter 1. Okay. Uh, in Revelations chapter 1, it says that, um, verse, v- verse 1, the revelation of Jesus Christ. Now, a revelation. What's a revelation? Huh? It's something revealed, not hidden. So this is revealed. But uh, uh, blessed is he that read it and understand these scriptures and hear the word of the prophecy. And he says, which God gave unto him to show unto him his servant. Notice to do what? To show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angels. Are his angel, rather, unto his servant John. Then who we'll bore record of the word of God and of the testimony of Jesus Christ. Let me go down there. Uh, blessed verse 3. Blessed is he that readeth, and they that hear the words of the prophecy, and keep those things which are written therein. For what? For the t- but, you see, the time is at hand. So if the time is at hand, it's not time to play games. It's not time to fool around. It's time to preach the word of God like it is. See, it's time to preach the word of God like it is. That's what the time is because the time is at end. And another scripture said the time is short. Now, for time's sake, let's go down to um, verse uh, uh, verse um, ten. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me. Are you reading behind me? A great voice, as of a trumpet. Look at that. As what? A trumpet. Talking trumpet. This trumpet was talking, saying, "I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last." And what thou seest, notice, something was something was already uh, in um, operation. So what you see, okay, the, the pastors today must see the same thing that John saw. Okay, if you're preaching any other thing, that's not a church. You got to go back and you know, notice here. That the Lord didn't ask John. To to write. uh, Something that the the congregation liked. No. God is not trying to please us. He's not trying to please anybody. This one letter. Or seven letter goes for all the church age. He doesn't. He doesn't change it. He doesn't change it. It's all the same thing. that, That goes for the same thing. He doesn't change it. Now. Let me let me slow down. I am Alpha, verse eleven. Go back to verse eleven. I'm Alpha and Omega. The first the first notice what he was. He starts it, he finishes. He starts the church and he finished the church. Am I right? I am Alpha and Omega. Do you know what whatever the Lord begins in your life? He completes it. If God wants a church, he's going to complete it. You can't stop it. I cannot stop it. That's just plain. That means I can stop all the churches in the world. You can. It, have you ever read Fax's Book of Martyr? How they killed and martyred and fed them to the lion. And Have you ever read about Moses? Huh? In Egypt, the Israelites, when the Pharaoh began to feed them to the alec, the more they persecuted them was the more they increased. That's why you have a church. Because they persecuted their fathers. They persecuted the Christian. But they grew more. Amen. The church grows on the persecution. Amen. So the church doesn't go out of existence because you persecuted. Or because you don't pray and I don't pray. And I don't worship. I don't pay my tithe. That's not the way God built his church. He never built his church on you or me. He built it on Christ. Amen. The church is only built on Jesus. So whether I sing or praise him or testify. It doesn't matter to God. He's still going to have a church. Oh, I feel like shouting. Upon this rock, I will build my church. Who's doing it? That's God. That's God. So somebody said, oh, poor church. No, poor you. I'm going to show you. There's no such thing as, oh, poor church. If you know the Bible, you shout. Oh, my Lord. Okay, so let me show you here in verse, uh, uh, verse eleven. It says that uh, that saying, "I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last," and what thou seest, write in a book. We got it. Thank God! Don't you glad that we got some of it right here? Write in a book and send it to the seven churches which are in Asia: Ephesus, unto Smyrna, Pergamos, Thyatira. Sardius, Philadelphia, and Leodicea. Those seven churches. And it circulate till you get to Merced. Alleluia. He didn't send one special to Merced or any other church existing today. But notice that as we go into it, skip over now for time in chapter 2. We're not going to touch Ephesus tonight. they They left their first love. Somebody said here. One time, somebody say, oh, pastor, are you listening? Somebody say, oh, pastor, you say they lost their first love. They didn't didn't lose it. They left it. Yeah, they left it. But when did they get it back? When did they get it back? You go go in the store and you leave your kid there and you go back and the kid is not there and you search and still searching and the kid's not there. What happened? Did you lose it? Did Ephesus lost their first love? Of course they love. But we are technical. Oh, they didn't, you know, they're smart. Oh, they didn't leave it. I mean, they didn't lose it. They left it. So I can just leave Christ and I'm not losing it. When you left your first love, you lose Christ. You leave Christ. But I didn't lose him, you see. I just left him. I didn't lose my husband or my wife. We just leave each other. And ten years I go back. I'll find her whenever I want to. Really? <laughs> oh my goodness. In Ephesus, chapter two. But I want to go down to tonight in winding it up. In and I'll start here and I pick it up Sunday. But you need to know Samaria. Go down to verse eight. Put verse eight up there, Edward. Please, verse eight. Let's all read this, and I want to get—I want you to get this, because I'll be several lessons on this. Okay? I start tonight, and, and I'm, let's read it through. Let's read it through. And unto the angel of the church in Samaria, right? These things said who, the first and the last. That's the Alpha and the Omega, right? We had it. Which was dead. Notice he was dead, but now he's alive. I know, notice, I know thy works. Oh, this is powerful. I can fool you, and you can fool me, and fool somebody else. But you can't fool God. And you men look on the outside. Oh, wasn't that wonderful? But God knows. God knows your heart. God knows why you did it. I know thy works and tribulation. And notice, notice, and poverty. But thou art rich and I know the blasphemy of them which say they are Jews and are not but are of the synagogue of Satan. You know this is one this is just such a technical statement because he said, I know thy works and thy tribulation and notice he said, your poverty. They're the poorest, of the poor. They didn't got nothing. And yet he's saying, you're poor, 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 but you're rich, rich, rich. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. You don't have anything. And yet he said, you got everything. You you, in the natural look around. There's nothing. But man look by the eyes. But it's the heart that God looks on. You see, Jesse and Samuel, Jesse didn't, and his, the brothers of David didn't recognize him. They put him out there in the Bible. But God found a man after his own heart. That's all God wants is a church that loves him from the heart, not from the lips. These people draw an eye to me be quit your mouth. Keep your mouth closed and get it from your heart. But your heart was far. Hmm? I can love you with my lips. Oh, I love you. But what have I done for my wife? If I just say I love you, but what have I done? Love is not just words, but is in deeds. And the church love, many of the church love Christ with the lips, Jesus, I, and they sing beautiful, but the heart is not there. And they were, they were, they were poor, really naturally poor, but God says you're rich. My Lord. And I know the blasphemy of them that say they are Jews. But they're not. But notice where they are from. In the synagogue of said, Do you know in, a, in every church there's a mixed multitude? Wheat and tears. That's what you have to watch for. Because what you think is wheat might not be wheat. But you better to make sure you are a wheat and not a tear. And I go near, the then I go back over. Fear none of those things. We doubt shall suffer. There was a suffering, if you, if you read church history, this was one of the most suffering church. Okay? Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison. That you may be tried, and you shall have tribulation ten days. Be thou faithful. How long? How long? Be thou faithful unto death. And I will give you what? A crown of life. Let me, let me just slow down here. Be faithful for how long? Until death. Because they were being martyred, fed to the animals, wild, burned to the stake. We, we haven't been through anything yet. We talk about, we haven't been through anything yet. A little suffering. And we're ready to leave church. Or you can't, you know, oh, I'm gonna pass the oh, no, no, let me get out of here. Oh God, you have been fed to the lions. Hmm? And they stood. And they would not deny his name. Here's what it says here. Let me let me break it. I'm trying to break it down. You shall fear none of those things which thou shall suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison. They're going to go to prison. It happened. Read it. That he may be tried and he shall have tribulation ten days, but be faithful for how long? And to death. You're not faithful because everybody get along with you. Okay, that's not faithfulness. You have not even been tried. Well I can't take it. Oh what? Uh, because I don't like how the pastor preached so straight. But what are you going to do when the lion growls at you? And they throw you in jail? Huh? Be all faithful unto death. Uh, what do you do when they're burning you at the stake and those saints keep saying, Have you ever read about some of those saints? That's a problem. We don't know. You just look at a church today modern church and you think, oh that's the church. They're not suffering hardly anything. When men and women were burned to the stake, read Fox's Book of Martyr. But we don't read. We don't have no idea of what went on before us. And the Bible tells us that which was before, now, and future. And be thou faithful unto death, because it says that some of you are going to die. But He said, "Look, look at me." Jesus said, "I was dead. I'm He." That was dead. But look at me. I'm alive. And because I live. You shall live also. Amen. Somebody ought to praise him. (coughs) So he said. Don't be afraid. Because look at me. I am the resurrection. I was dead. But I'm alive. Be faithful to death. Stand there. And when you don't have anything to eat. And there's nothing in the, in the offering basket. Are you going to squeak God and murmur? No. You still praise the Lord at all times. Because the same God fed the raven. It's still the same miracle working God. You've got to believe that. Your, your supply doesn't depend on human. And the church is not kept by men. It's kept by God Almighty. You're not the keeper of the church. So we need to slow down, tone down, and walk soft. Because nothing is depending on you or, or me. Are you all listening to what I'm saying tonight? That's the Bible. That's what that's in the Word of God. I'm preaching the Word of God to you. Look, look, look at it. It goes on. He said, not, not, uh, fear none of those things. That means don't, fear, don't be afraid of nothing. Fear none of those things. Which thou shalt suffer. Nothing at all. Persecution. Bad talk. Bad lips. bad mouth. Just stand there and preach the word of God. And push the devil back. Because the devil is a liar. And he's defeated. And he's lost. Tell him that he's lost the Bible. And you preach the word of God. Going to the stake. You're tied to the stake. Was it polycarps? They wanted polycarps to deny the Lord. And he said, how long? He said, how many years? Probably 70 years. Three score and maybe 10 years, something like that. He'd been serving God. And God has never done him anything wrong. How then can I deny my master and my Lord? Come on, where are the faith. And they burned him to the stake. And guess what? He died singing. Hallelujah. The flames could not stop him. Come here, little... No. What did she say? What did he say? And your eyes beam like demons. That's not a church. That's a church that need rebuking. Where are the men and the women of God that will stand up and say if I perish I perish. But I will stand for God Almighty. Don't tell me if you can't stand up for God. Don't tell me give me talk. Foolish talk. We ought to stand up for God. Jesus is coming back for an elect that's ready, not for little gamey, gamey church, gamey, gamey people, but by gossipers. Every little thing you fly off with a bitter spirit. Let me show you what the, the church in Samaria did. They suffered bitterness and they stood for God. We ain't suffered nothing. Well, I don't like Pastor, he doesn't have any love. He's not kind, he's not gentle. Oh, he should he should just No, that's not a church. Whom the Father loveth, he chasteneth. it. And to the hungry soul, every bit when you love God, you change. You say, Thank God, preach it, Pastor. I want to be saved. You don't know what a church is. Let me tell you. You go to the Philippines and some of these countries out in the jungle. Mosquitoes, flies. And, and they worship God. Nothing, sometimes to eat. They serve God. Some of those people. Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. I like this. Here's, here's a reward. Here's a reward. Now. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison. Let me begin to wind it down. That ye may be tried. See what you see? You understand why you do? You're being tried. When you go through affliction, the word of God comes against you, you're just being tried. Are you material for the kingdom? You fail the test. You fail the test. You're being tried. He'll cast you in prison. God's trying to see if you really love him. So you allow the devil to persecute you, you allow a gossiper to come and talk to you and try to pull you away from church. That's why you're being tested. But you don't know. You get bitter. And more bitter. And you ought to let that out. A root of bitterness. That he may be tried. And he shall have tribulations ten days. And thou be thou faithful unto death. You see that? If you don't know the scripture. You'll quit and give up. But you have to know the scripture. And he says. And what will I do? Everybody wants the crown. And everybody's going to go to heaven. But nobody can take the persecution. Nobody can take the correction, nobody can make the changes. Be thou faithful unto death. That means don't move, stand there and serve God. Come on, singing, shouting, praising the Lord. And I will look what he'll give you. A crown. Of what? A crown of life. And there's a quick scripture in 2 Timothy 4:8. Somebody find that for me. <coughs> 2 so Timothy 4, the crown of life. Look at it. You find it? 2 Timothy 4, verse 8. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. It's there. And sport. There's, there's, but but notice, read up a little ahead what it says. Look at that. You have, It's a fight. You have to fight. It's not a little lay down soft blanket bed. It's fight. It's a fight. You're in a war. You have to fight the devil. We wrestle not flesh and blood. But principality. And I fought a good fight. And I finished my course. You got to finish it. Kept the faith. And after the end it, There's now laid up for me. A crown of righteousness. Hold on. What if Paul had quit? There'll be no crown. And a lot of people go on good, good but they quit. You think that God's going to give you a crown for quitting? He said that I will give you what? A crown of life. Eternal life. Everlasting life. Will you be crowned with it? And I will give them a crown of life and that's it. Henceforth there is days later for me. A crown of righteousness which the Lord the righteous judge shall give me when? At that day, that's the day of the Lord. You haven't got it yet. Nobody has got it yet. We're still fighting for it. So don't act like you've got it. You haven't got it yet. I have not got me. Paul, Paul didn't get it yet. At that day, that's when he returned. And not only me, but all those that love is appearing. That means I love Jesus. I'm not worried about nobody. I want Jesus to come back more than anything else. Alright, go on back here to Revelation. He that had a hear, let him hear. Here, here's another promise now. He that had a hear, let him hear. Hear what the word of God says. Don't fight it, don't turn against it. But obey, hearing. Okay. Let him hear what the spirit. Notice who said it. What the spirit said unto the churches. To what? To the seven churches. No others. This is this is where you get it from. You don't get it from magazines. You don't get it from quarterly. You get it from here. If a church is guided by some far off magazines or you pattern them because they have it. No, this is where you get it from. If your pastor is not giving you from the Bible, but he come up some little some little, begin to pass out. Hey, here yeah, we got this from headquarters. Will you all read that? You're in trouble. Because that's flesh and blood. That's human. But this is what God gave, Right here. This book. You better stay in this book. You better stay. Stay in this book. This will guide you. The scriptures cannot be broken. Thank you dear. The scriptures cannot be broken. He that hadn't here. See. Not just these. But spiritual understanding. Because a lot of us we have got this but we don't hear a thing. You come on you don't, you don't hear nothing at all. But it's the hearing. Of your spirit. Let him hear. What the spirit. Notice here. Not what the pastor say, But the pastor is only about peace. What the pastor only speak. What God tells him. What the spirit said unto the churches. Alright. The seven churches. He that over He that overcometh. Look at, that's powerful. Shall not be heard of the second death. And most of us read it and we don't even know what that means. We shall not be heard of the second death. Even in Revelation 20, that speaks of sec- second death. See, Revelation 20 speaks the last part of it. Blessed and holy is he that are part in the first resurrection. That's the only way of escape. Is to be in the first resurrection. The only way you can escape second death. Is by being in the first resurrection. Okay. If you're not in the first resurrection. Second death will hold you. And there's no resurrection. From second death. You're gone. Well I am not good. You you mean that I have spirits in my life. I have junk in my life. I have grudges in my life. Rebellion in my life. I'm not humble. And God's going to say, well done, come on over here. He's not going to do that. That's not the way it works. Every one of us. It doesn't matter what your name is. God's no respect for a person. Every one of us has got to get sin out of our lives. Amen. Amen. We've got to make changes in our lives. God's going to bring back some of those good old days when men of God stood up and preached like my God, like he was coming tonight. Because that's the way to preach. Let the saints know he could come tonight. Don't tell them, well, no, he's not coming tonight. You have time to go up and fool around for a while. No, you don't. Jesus is coming back. And When he comes back, he comes back with life for those that love him. Hallelujah. It's time for us to get saved and turn to God. Stop. How long have have we been going to church and we've not learned to overcome? The Bible says you've got to overcome. He that overcome it. You know what I mean? First, you've got to overcome yourself. Okay? You got to overcome yourself. Don't try overcoming the world, you haven't overcome yourself. Overcome the world, the flesh and the devil. The world, the flesh, and the devil. You got to overcome it. When your flesh says, I don't read your Bible today. When your flesh says, pick up that phone and gossip. You don't. You don't. Somebody call you, want to have a session of that. You don't. You stand for the church. Stand for God. And you look and you see, oh, don't even answer it. Don't even answer it. It don't make sense. Don't even answer it. Get your Bible out. And once you stay in this book and you start reading this book, you'll find temptation become easier to resist. That thing that was so hard, it's not as hard. He that had, he that overcome it, that's powerful. Look what is the reward. Look what is the word. And I pick it up here Sunday. Shall not be hurt. Of the second day. But notice you got to read that. It's, it's not just because I. Well I am I overcome. I overcome one. And I still have all kind of stuff in my heart. I know myself. I got to get down on my knees. And ask God to take it out. Help me. Deliver me. You pray first for yourself. Don't 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 worry about the next person, worry about you. You know, but I like to tell you how spiritual I am. No, I don't have to tell you how much I pray, it will show. It will show if I do pray. If I see God and if I love God and I love the brothers and sisters, it will show. I don't have to say, Well, I love everybody, how come everybody don't love me? Do you get that? All I have to do is begin to love God. Ask God to take out of my heart. And God deal with me first. See? We gotta, we gotta cleanse her hearts first. That's what I have to do. I can't tell my wife if I'm doing the same thing. She can't tell me if she's doing the same thing. Amen. If I'm just watching television all the time and not studying, how am I going to tell her to study? I even come and tell you to study. But God is good and let me tell you something. I feel the urgency of the second coming of Jesus Christ. You don't know what's going on. You see, you don't know what's going on. You don't know what's going on. You look around and you just, you're going by this, what you see. But you don't you, you don't, you don't, you do you got to begin to walk in the Spirit. It tells us what the Spirit said unto the churches. Do you see that it there? It's not what the flesh says, it's what the Spirit says. So if John telling us what the Spirit said, you have to be in the Spirit. You can't be in the flesh and get it. What the Spirit's saying to the churches is the Spirit, and that's 2,000 years, is the Spirit talking to the churches? Yes. What is it saying? And you miss it. Just like this. Because you can be the wrong crowd. You can click with the wrong people. Okay. You can get together with people. That they're born gossipers. And they will die. Unless they change. You want to build a church for God. You want to stand up. For a church that's standing up. And say you have to change. You have to do it right. And you don't panic. Because this one and this one don't want to do it. You still stand there to the last man. And hold the blood stained banner of the cross high. Lift it up. Because remember. Your reward is not yet. Your reward Is when the Lord returns. Amen. Amen. So tonight. I think we're just going to receive your offering. I hope you enjoy tonight. And I'm not. Mark here. I'm not preaching tonight.